So you joined the police? Boaz said. What do you do down there? Direct the traffic? I was in the road division for a while, but that was years ago, he answered. I don't know if you've heard, but we have something called traffic lights these days. Boaz smiled at the jibe. He was carrying the vixen over his shoulder, and his coat was dark with her blood. He had wiped her off his hands as best he could on the wet moss. Originally his plan had been to spend the night on the moors, but the hunt had gone better than anticipated, so he reckoned they would make it back to civilization before dark. "'You've lived in this part of the world all your life, haven't you?' said Erlentur. "'Never dreamt of living anywhere else,' replied the hunter. "'You won't find better people in Iceland.' Then you must have heard the story of the woman who set out to cross the Rivaskirth Pass and never came back. Sounds familiar, said Boas. Her name was Matiltur, said Elinter. She made the trip alone. Oh, I know her name all right, Boas stopped and looked at Elinter. What did you say you did in the police? I investigate cases. What kind? All kinds. Serious crime, murder, violent incidents. The seamy side of life, if you like. And missing persons? Those two. Do you get many? Not really. Once my generation's gone, there'll be no one left to remember Matilda's story, said Boas. I first heard it from my parents, Elinter told him. My mother knew her slightly, and I've always found it. He groped for the right word. Mysterious, suggested Boas. Interesting, said Aylentur. Boaz put down his burden, straightened his back, and peered down through the gloom to the village nestling by the sea. They were nearly back at Utak later. It was growing chilly and the light was fading. Boaz shouldered the fox again. Aylentur had offered to carry it, but the farmer had declined, saying there was no call to muck up his clothes too. Of course you would be interested in that kind of thing, Boas commented, his mind still running on missing persons. He spoke more to himself than to Aylentur, and looked thoughtful for a while, then resumed his journey downhill over the screes and heathery slopes. Then you'll know the story of the British soldiers who got caught in a storm out here on the moors during the war? Members of the occupation force, stationed in Radarfjörder. Aylentur said he had heard about the incident as a boy, and later read up on the circumstances, but this did not prevent Boas from rehashing the story. His question had been rhetorical. He was not about to be denied the pleasure of telling a good tale. A group of about sixty young British servicemen had planned a hiking expedition from Reitafjörder to Eskifjörder via the Rivaskörth Pass. But it got into serious difficulties on the way. The route over the pass had turned out to be too dangerous due to icy conditions. But instead of going back the way they came, they had headed further inland along the Tunkutalir Valley than down over Eskifjordur Moor. It was late January. The weather had deteriorated drastically during the day, and the skies had turned black, thwarting their original aim of reaching their destination while it was still light. That evening, the farmer from Vetjurhus, at the head of Eskifjordur Fjord, had been battling his way through the gale to his stable when he stumbled across one of the soldiers, overcome with exhaustion and cold. In spite of his weakened state, the man was able to communicate to him that there were more people in danger 
and the laborers from the farm had gone out with oil lamps to search for them. Almost immediately they found two other soldiers at the foot of the home field, and one by one their comrades had trickled down from the moor until forty-eight were safely accounted for. It transpired that torrential rain had swelled the rivers that flowed between their party and the village, blocking the route. Some of the men who had made it across while the water was low were now trapped on the other side, and their cries for help could be heard from the farm. Four died of exposure, but a handful of their companions made it all the way down to the village, arriving in a desperate state. When morning brought a slight improvement in the conditions, the farmer went...